As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be. Oh man, it's eight o'clock. And so that'll make it a. I don't need the spotlight. I shine just fine. Hi, I'm Karma, and yes, I am a bitch. Brav Bros. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brav Bros, your favorite podcast from the bros for everybody, for whoever wants to listen. I am your co-host, Steel Russell, joined as always by the one and only Studer McTutor. What's up, dude? Not a lot. We're in the, uh, I would call these right now, these are the dog days of podcasting. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, in between live shows, uh, we're just trying to keep ourselves entertained, which we did last week by throwing out, hey, which city should we come to next? And people were mad that we dwindled it down to four and didn't open it up to everybody else. Well, that's the thing. And, like, we're going to get into the cities and we're going to talk about each one. But I love that, um, <laughs> like, the history of the city. And, yeah, you know, that's what I thought the, you were talking like, about. Yeah, yeah. The mayor, yeah. Uh, the architecture, infrastructure. Yep. That's what today's about. Uh, no. But I think it's hysterical that people go into our DMs and start just messaging us random towns. And, like, I love the idea of that. Like, if we could do a dive bar tour and just go to, like, small towns, I would love that. It's not feasible, but, hey, thank you for throwing out, like, small towns in England and small towns in Australia. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, ideally, we could do that at some point in time. I I would love a little road trip. Oh, me too. stop in, and then, you know, there's a couple of cities that are on the map that we can just kind of drop into, have some food, check out the scenery, and then hit the road. I'm down for the Brav Road Trip. Brav Broad Trip. I love this yeah. idea. Well, let's keep this Get some in. T-shirts made. Keep this in the old think tank. Yeah, <laughs> T-shirt. Just keep adding to that list. <laughs> well, look, we are in the process of revamping all of that stuff so that there will be T-shirts available. And you know where there are T-shirts readily available? I'll tell you where. Where? I I know where, but I'm setting you up. Uh, did I need to stop? Yeah, and yeah. Let you answer. Yeah. Well, sometimes you leave me hanging, and I'm awkwardly sitting here, and then you go, "Oh, where?" So I just wanted to... I, I, we locked eyes. Uh, <laughs> we, we made eye contact. What's that song? Locked eyes from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> the that was right now. Anyway, speaking of readily available t-shirts, you know where you can get one? At our live show, March 6th. God damn it. You I keep throwing me off. You were getting ready to. Just zip it for a sec. Chuckles. Go to our live show March 6th at City Winery in Philadelphia, and there's plenty of shirts there, and there's tickets left, and they're going very fast. Every time I say that, again, not trying to sell tickets, not a marketing ploy. Well, I am trying to sell tickets, but go get your tickets ASAP. They're selling really quick, and we're really excited for this show. It's our home field. We're back in Philly. We are the headliners, and it's going to be a great time. So if you don't have your ticket yet, head to our Instagram. The link is in the bio. Get your tickets. Come hang out with the bros. Maybe we'll have a special guest. Who knows? Who knows what's in store? Anything can happen. Anything Especially can in happen. Philly. That's what they say. It's always sunny in Philadelphia, and anything can happen in mm-hmm. Philly. That, that's exactly true. But yeah, this one's going well. As, as Steele just said, that we're selling a lot of tickets already. So get yours now. But that got us thinking where we wanted to go to next. Correct. So we did a little think tank. A think tank? A think tank for the boys. <laughs> little think Just tank. Just kind of walking through a couple different cities that might make some sense. And obviously, we've got some metrics. We did some data analytics. Should we we drop, looked through. Should we let them know who, quote unquote, won? It doesn't mean we're going there, but... Yeah, why not? So number one, as of right now, is Chicago. Number two is Nashville. And three was Boston, correct? I thought it was the other way around. I think it's Boston, then Nashville. But they were so close that I don't... Right. Yeah, so Boston and Nashville, were very, they were all high. But here's the thing. Everyone that's clicking, you know, what city wants to go to. If we end up going to that city, you have to buy a ticket. It's true. If you clicked on the poll, especially some of our dumbass friends who live in Philadelphia that are clicking Nashville for no reason. (laughs) It would just be fun to see you guys there. That's literally a conversation I had with Kev. I was like, why did you click the button? He's like, well, you know, Nashville's a cool city. I'm like, yeah, but it's not helping. (laughs) (laughs) We need the input of our listeners, not our friends. But I appreciate the support. But... That's the lineup as of right now, so we are looking at all of them. We're seeing what's out there, trying to make it work. We want to book at least one a month moving forward, so hopefully we'll have some announcement for you guys as far as where we're going. I will say we are looking at Chicago, we are definitely looking at Boston, and we're kicking around Nashville, because Nashville's some smaller venues, that would be an easy one to do, and I love Nashville. It'll be a fun trip. So that's on the docket. Keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears open, keep checking them socials. And keep listening. 
And don't worry, Steel will tease it for like four weeks. I will. Saying we've got things on the horizon that we just can't talk about right now. But just keep your eyes out. But do you know why I do that? I get so excited to tell our listeners everything that instead of just not saying anything, I have to say something. That's it's all for me. It's You're not a big even tease. for them. I am a big tease. Yeah, big tease. But it's more like big teasing myself. Oh, like, edging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what I'm doing. I'm edging the shows. <laughs> I enjoy it. You fucking weirdo. No, I just get excited. So I need to like get something out there that hey. But here's the other thing. Now they know, they being our listeners, now you know that when I say that, there really is something on the horizon. I don't just tease nothing because I always drop the news eventually, and it's always something big. So shut up, shooter. Yeah, sure. no, I, it's not my fault. What did I do? I don't know. I feel gaslit right now. I feel amped I didn't up. do anything. I'm know. not even gaslighting. I know. I just Actively. Maybe I am subconsciously. subconsciously you're a subconscious gaslighter. But I want to talk about one other thing, then we're going to get right into Soho. The Grammys, did you watch? I did. What'd I was hungover on my couch watching the Grammys last I night. I knew you were hungover, by the way. Yeah. Shooter is notorious for being kind of an asshole in text messages when he's hungover, so I'll text him in the morning. And I, I get... spend a lot of energy saying more words. I just say a couple of words. Yeah, I get there. snarky responses, and I literally will text back. It's not my fault you're hungover. Fucking Would you rather me not answer? No. I don't know. Maybe. Or, yeah. like, so take yeah, a nap know. first. Drink some water. I'm, like, some perpetually in some sort of napping state during the day like that, though. <laughs> Just, like, on the couch. Like, maybe I move a little bit. Slept on the ground yesterday. It was fun. Did you really? Yeah. Like, all night or just sort no, of No, 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 during the day. For, like, a half an hour. Why? Because it's fun. It's nice and cool down there. Wait, walk me through this real quick. All right, so this is what happens. So, usually when I'm hungover, I'm laying on the couch, and then my back gets a little tight, so I roll out on a foam roller, and it feels nice on the ground, and it's nice and cool, so I'll grab a blanket and a pillow and just lay on the ground for a little bit, <laughs> fall asleep for a bit, and then wake back up, and I feel better. What? You asked. You're a weird guy. I love you, but you're a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Grammys, did you watch? I did, yeah. I did, did you enjoy it? it? Yeah, there, it was... Look, there's no football on. I mean, there was, I guess, if you call the Pro Bowl football. It's not. Uh, and we have a terrible Super Bowl next week to, quote, unquote, look forward to. But, yeah, this was a good change up. And I love award season. So I've been watching, like, the Emmys, Golden Globes, and then I think Oscars are next week or the week after, probably. I don't know. They wouldn't want to compete with the Super Bowl, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I love award season. So I watched the whole thing last night, and it was, it was entertaining. Yeah, I don't – I get bored, like, halfway through. I like watching, and I loved – and Dev has watched it on repeat since uh, the Tracy Chapman and Luke Combs performing Fast yeah. Car Live was amazing. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be like the most it's watched YouTube song. video. It, it's an electric song. And then just to see them perform it together was really cool. And uh, Jay-Z's speech, I loved because he called out the whole Academy saying this, the words are bullshit, which hard to say they're not. Yep. But Tay-Tay stands alone now. Fourth all-time album. Best album of the year, right? Mm, I think so, yep. And she's the only one to what do that. What did you think of her announcing the album? At the Grammys. That's interesting. A little gratuitous. I thought, here's the thing. Okay, and I am very aware that Dev's in the other room right now listening intently. She's because... upstairs. You, you can speak freely. No, no, she's right there, and, <laughs> and she loves Taylor. But I will say this. Gratuitous or not, that's what the people want. They want that shit. Like, they want to hear when the next album is. Everyone's been clamoring for it. She's the biggest star on the planet. So, gratuitous or not, I get it. I, I actually respected the move. I don't even think it's gratuitous. I was just playing devil's advocate. Oh, you're trying to get no, me I liked it. Yeah. I was, it's, it's like, no, it's I, just... I think more so it's like, you know, everybody wants to know. So why wouldn't you use that stage? Yeah, it's a good big so, moment. Yeah. So I didn't it have an issue people with talking that. about the Grammys, too, because if they weren't watching and then they see the timeline explode, which it did, they're going to tune into the Grammys now. So it's good for them. The funniest is I went on my Instagram and every uh, just single every story, story boom, was boom, the boom, album boom, cover. Boom. Yeah, which again, not hating. It is what it is. And yeah, I thought it was it was the right time to do that. But all in all, I, I enjoyed it until I got bored and then I stopped watching. But for the most part, I was a fan. I was a big fan. Yeah. But that takes us on to Southern Hospitality. And we took a long break from this show because we had so much going on. But I was glad that I got back to it. And I actually had watched more episodes than I thought because I went back today to like rewatch a bunch to catch up. And I was on like episode five and I started watching. I was like, oh, no, I did watch this. Yep. And that's the perfect way to describe the show. Not forgettable, but it's one of those shows that you can put on and it's just entertaining. And I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it. And I can put this on in the background if I want to 
continuously. It's just one of those shows, and I love those shows. So this is not a knock by any means. That's I think part of the charm of this show is that it's so watchable like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I found myself in the same situation because I had thought originally that I had a lot of catching up to do. But now I remember when I would watch, you know, Beverly Hills or even Southern Charm when that was still on during the reunion, it was always next up. Yeah. So I would leave the TV on and then it would just kind of spill into the next episode and play it regardless. So I really only have one episode to catch up on aside from the new one from Thursday, which I hadn't gotten to yet. But yeah, it's same thing. I We talked about it when I got here today. It's one of those shows that you can throw on and it's almost like we know most people in Bravo. If you're a fan of Bravo, you throw these on in the background. You might not be paying ultra attention like we are. But you still have it going on, and you're still entertained by everything going on. This is one of those shows for me. Like this, The Summer House, obviously Southern Charm. Like They all kind of fall into the same bucket for yeah. me where, yeah, highly watchable, very entertaining. And I could probably turn on you know, four or five years down the road when they're in season six and seven. I could throw on season two, season three, and probably still know exactly what's going to happen and still watch it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But let's do a little rundown to catch up to this episode for those of you that are watching or haven't watched or in the same boat as us the drama of this season thus far we got trevor and maddie right recently we find out that there was this whole rumor going around about brad that he got a blowjob in the alley by another girl when he was dating another chick and maddie was perpetuating that rumor we found out in the episode before this mikkel who was allegedly a witness to this then tells brad yeah i didn't actually see anything i was actually just covering for maddie i didn't see shit and that's important to note Another thing to note is that the group is kind of tattered as far as Emmy and Maddie were always tight, or at least the first season they were super tight. Now we've got some tension there, and we're going to get into why later, and it is very much relationship-centric, but that's the other major thing here. And then the last thing I would say is just, you know, the wild card that is O'Sheen, because we need to note that. He could fucking do anything. (laughs) You never know what he's going to do. Never fucking know. So I think that's kind of... The, the it's a good catch-up, yeah. That a good yeah catch it's a good up? setup. That's yeah. the main shit that's going on, and that Correct. that's all the stuff. That was like the recap leading into this episode. And Brad and Lucia have been hooking up. Oh, that's a big one. That's a big Most one. Brad and Lucia, season. they have not been hooking up. They've well, been they've flirting and flirting and, close, and dating but, and yeah. Well, yeah. this is the dating thing again. No, they but they haven't. They've gone oh, on a date. Well, we need to start. Okay, is it dating if you haven't been intimate yet? At, in, by oh, like, we're throwing another wrinkle in this. This was already a mess. I'm not saying they have to like have sex, but I feel like to consider it officially dating, you have to at least kiss. I think that's fair, but yeah. they haven't. Okay, but, that, but that's fair. Oh, thanks. It goes for my dating arguments. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> so anyway, they have been hanging out. We find out that Lucia is waiting for Brad to make a move, and Brad isn't sure if Lucia wants him to make a move. So they're in this like stalemate of who's going to make the move first. Are they going to make a move? That's an important one as well. Anything else? No, I think we're good. Oh, no. G. Lilly was dating this dude, and then that dude went kind of nuts. Liam, he was very controlling. He was, like, checking her phone. He stole her cat. Uh, And that leads us into this episode as well. Yeah. Wow. Now G. Lilly is single. G. Lilly is single now. But let's jump into this one, and we're down in... So we're down in Miami, and in the last episode, O'Sheen got plastered. Him and Joe were out the night before. They left for Miami and didn't go to sleep. So they got on the plane, kept boozing. They get to Miami, and immediately they head to the beach. And you know that, marinating kind of drunk. Shampooing, yeah. Yeah, it's just like it never goes well. You wake up, and you're kind of you're teetering between hungover and drunk, and then you're like, fuck it, let's just keep going. And then you get the foggy. You have to make that decision, yeah. Yep. And then you start to get foggy, and then things tend to go downhill, in my experience. Especially when you're playing beach volleyball. Especially then, and especially when you claim to be a rugby star, which he did play professional rugby, I can't take that away, and you can't hit the ball over the net. That could have been the 15 shots he had leading up to it, and those looked like doubles, but who knows. Anyway, he goes off on... Mia and Lucia and starts talking shit, saying they shouldn't even be there. They don't have jobs. But he turned like, that was fucked. That whole scene was ridiculous. Correct, yeah. He was in their face, like he kind of squared up to Mia at one point. I hate because it. they were making fun of his athletic ability. Yeah. Like that's what it boils down to. And he took it the well, look again, he had been drinking for 48 hours at this point. So I don't think it really matters. If you say anything to this guy, he's probably gonna pop off in some way. That's a good point. If you think about how bad it could have gotten, it could have been worse than that. Yes, he was saying mean things and he did come and apologize the next day, which, you know, we can talk about. But 
it was pretty rough to just start going off on people on the beach, yeah. especially when Joe, who's also been drinking, is trying to walk over and calm you down, and you're still not calming down. Yeah, that's like th- that's the other person that knows where you are on the drunk scale. Because he's there too. Yep. And he's not doing any of that. And he's trying to be quiet and trying to quiet you down. You should know something's wrong around them. But, you know, who knows? He's too far gone at that yeah. point. And he's wearing a diaper. So maybe he had like a little little rash. And that was getting yeah, a little, Yeah, a little uh, sand and some, some dookie in there. Well, you know? Why is there dookie? I just meant sand. Diaper. <laughs> okay. But anyway, it's the next day. And this is, we are now officially caught up. We are in this most recent episode. And everybody's hungover because they really got after it the night before. We find out that Brad and Lucia finally hooked up, and I think they did make out at the end of the last episode, so they end up going back to the room. They use the shower because Lucia shares a little, you know, thing about the glass door. She said fetish. She said fetish. Glass door, tiles, or, you know, whatever. Well, I kind of want to shame this one, though. What do you think about shower sex? Oh, I think it's overrated. It's stupid. Yeah, right? it, someone's always cold. You know, someone's always cold. It's uh, it's awkward. Yeah, it's just really awkward. I, I don't really. We don't need to get into it the details of why I don't like it that much. But... Better on paper, unless you have like one of those waterfall showers, I guess, where it's like everywhere. Maybe. Yeah, but then you have to breathe. You stick your head out of the water to like. Yeah. See, but again, there you go. There's too many problem. Yeah. There's way too much going. No, just no. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, think, I think it's it... one of those things that like you build it up in your head is something really cool, and then right. you do it, and you're like, this sucks. Yeah. It really. Yeah. And then people like brag about it, and you're like, yeah, nice. In the back of your head, you're like that. Uh, nah. Yeah. No. <laughs> but anyway, we find out that they actually hooked up, and Oshin wakes up, and he has anxiety like a motherfucker, which is good. Actually, I, I appreciated the fact yeah. that he woke up apologetic. Shows he has a moral compass. I was I was concerned, genuinely. I was like, he's going to wake up and act like nothing happened. He wakes up, and he's a ball of anxiety. And the first thing he does, and I appreciated this, and credit where credit's due, he goes to their room immediately. He doesn't waste any time. He goes straight to their room, and he says, I'm really sorry. It was inexcusable. It's 100% my fault. I said things I shouldn't have said. I was really drunk, but that's not an excuse. I'm so sorry. And I was like, wow. <laughs> it was a genuine apology. Didn't spend any time talking about what they did. Nope. Didn't say that maybe if they were a little lighter on him, he would have been okay, or they should have known how drunk he was. Didn't go any any of those ways, which it could have gone easily, and actually apologized. And they appreciated it. Yeah. I think they were even a little blown away that he showed up at their door that early. I like, They heard the knock, and they're like, uh-oh, what's that? Well, And it was him. For the record, he had been asleep at that point for like 17 hours or something. Yeah, so he's back to earth. Yeah, he should be... But I'm saying he went there early or early-ish. It makes sense because he, you know, he's probably waking up feeling refreshed. I would hope. <laughs> but they accept the apology. Everybody's moving forward. We love that. We love when things get tied up quickly. We move past it, and then we get to a yacht day, and we're headed. It's one of Oshin's buddies who owns the club that Maddie's playing at later. They end up going out on this yacht. But on the way there, there's something I want to talk to you about. Because they play a little game, and it's like three bowls, which, did they travel with those bowls? No fucking idea. Were those always on the bus? things out of there. Yeah, but they all had labels on them, too. There was a one chili pepper, two chili pepper, three chili pepper for, I guess, mild, medium, and hot or spicy. I guess. Somebody did that. I I could see G. Lily doing it. Maybe. Seems like up her alley to kind of create that kind of game. Or, again, like Oshin knows the guy who was kind of running the yacht and the bus, I assume, as well. So maybe they had that already set up. Bus, bus, too. That wasn't even like a sprinter. Yeah, no, that was a full-on, like, prom bus. Yeah, it's exactly what it was. It was a prom bus. But with that in mind, Joe's twerking. What do we think? (laughs) He needs some lessons. He definitely needs some lessons. I didn't think it was as bad as everybody was putting it out to be, I've though. I've seen worse. I've definitely seen worse. Definitely as far as a white worse. guy twerking, like, that's, you know. it was good. Yeah. That thought I, was I wouldn't fine. say good. It wasn't was good. Fine. It wasn't yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was fine. It was fine. He definitely needs to work on the bounce a little bit. Yeah, more hips. We need a little more hips, a little less. less... lower back. That's a good, yeah. yeah. Less lower back and knees, more hips. It looks like uh, like Tina from Bob's Burgers trying to twerk. No. That no was... that, see, that's not nice. Why? <laughs> She's not good at twerking. I know. Neither is Joe. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, we get to the yacht, and this is where stuff starts to escalate a little bit. We do get to see Brad and Lucy, and they're vibing. And, you know, this is something that, because I like Brad a lot, and I thought he got the shit under the stick with that whole rumor last year. And I like Lucia a lot. And obviously, she has a whole lot going on with her family stuff. And we watched her work through that last year, her and... The father of her child are no longer together, so she's single and on the mingle, and she and Brad have been vibing, but I think that they really make sense to me. Single and on the mingle. Yeah. 
<laughs> How about that one? Well, I was going to say singling and mingling. Yeah, that sounds a little bit better. Was it singling yeah. on the mingle? On the mingle? Yeah. That's a new dating app. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> Don't spin this. <laughs> on the mingle. I'm, where'd you meet her? On the mingle. On the mingle. Call it the mingle. Oh, there you go. And then people will say on the mingle. Somebody's going to steal one of our ideas again. God damn it. No, please do that one. That would be funny. Yeah, that would actually be really funny. I don't feel really like doing all that. But if you can create an app called On The Mingle, I guess you just call it The Mingle. Or the Mingle. mingle. Just yeah, mingle. I, well, it's, let's drop this right now. <laughs> Going too far with it. Love no, it. I, I, that's the other thing. Like, I, I've gone back and forth on Brad because I don't really understand his motives sometimes. And yeah, I agree. He got he got the short end of the stick last year with the whole rumor, which clearly is not true. And no idea where any of that was coming from. I mean, we do know where it's coming from. Brad has been sort of leading the charge against Trevor, which we agree with. Yeah. Trevor sucks. He does like, suck. Get this dude the fuck out of here. Every yeah, time I've he shows up. saved up for Trevor. Don't every worry. time he shows up, it's like, dude, go away. Like, you're just ruining everything. I don't understand what Maddie's doing. She's clearly very twisted up. Brad has been trying to lead that charge forever. And while Joe is kind of towing the line where he clearly hates Trevor, he still really likes Maddie. So he's going to try to, like, kind of bounce back and forth, which gets him in hot water later. Brad has never really changed that. That's why Maddie, I assume, made up that whole rumor about him and some girl on an alley. And he got absolutely shafted from that. But other than that, he hasn't really done anything else. Like, yes, is he fixated on the whole Trevor of it all? Maybe he could back off a little bit, but at the why same the time. Back off. Because Maddie doesn't, I don't know. I don't think Maddie even really likes Brad. But here's the thing with that. It's like you're not friends. Like you've you've gone past that territory where you're no longer actually friends with Maddie. So are you just going after Trevor because you fucking hate Trevor and you just don't want to see him around anymore? Maybe. Because you've already like you're kind of ruining your friendship with Maddie or any sort of possibility. But there other. isn't one after the lie. Like he made that very yeah. clear. Once the lie happened, there is no friendship. My whole thing is: is he doing too much with it, or is he getting information and then being like, "Hey, I'm on one. I'm on a reality I think show." Anymore, it's just like where I would put myself in his shoes and be like, "It's not really worth the headspace anymore." I think that's fair. Yeah, but at the same time. I can actually appreciate because the rest of the group has done what Joe's done. And that's like, she's with him. It sucks. Nobody likes him. Like, very clear. We even see that in, like, the group chat later when they show the screenshot. It's like, no one likes Trevor. It's like, yeah, we don't either. But they've all done what you're saying. And that's like, she's made her decision. We're just going to kind of ride with her through this, whatever the fuck this is. I appreciate the fact that Brad's like, no, fuck that. This guy sucks. She lied about me. I'm not going to sit here and take shit when I have, he's got proof. Mm -hmm. The difference is he has proof. Maddie has a rumor corroborated by three people that did not back her up when push came to shove. So I I don't know. I actually kind of agree with what he's doing. Okay. That's fair. (laughs) We don't have to agree on that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But then we get a conversation between Grace and Emmy. And as we know, Maddie and Emmy are on the outs. And what we've seen leading up to this episode, we've seen a lot of Maddie not doing her job. We've seen Maddie not present at work. We've seen Maddie so preoccupied with Trevor and his bullshit and what people think about Trevor and her relationship that she's getting so caught up in nonsense, she's not showing up. And when she is, she's on her phone. She's worried about Trevor. She's worried about people talking shit about Trevor. There's a common fucking denominator here. If your life continuously gets fucked up every time Trevor's around, what's the common denominator? Like, this is what drives me nuts with this shit. And Emmy is simply trying to, like, move forward. Further her career. Yeah, and Emmy, Maddie's like, oh, she's stepping on toes. Why? Because you're not showing up and she stepped up? That's called taking advantage of an opportunity. You're not doing your job. Correct. Emmy wants to move forward. This is what she wants to do, at least until Will is a lawyer and she can be a housewife. 
which is not me saying that. She made that clear. But she's trying to take advantage of the fact that there is an opening here because Maddie's not doing her job because she's on this weird kick that she thinks she's like the fucking queen of Charleston. I don't get it. I don't understand it. Like, it's your second season. That Trevor the king. Oh, God. More like the jester. Bike taxi. <laughs> yeah, that's his, uh, his chariot. His chariot. That's yeah. his chariot. Your chariot awaits, my queen. But no, like her attitude this entire season has been bizarre. I don't know if it's like a blown up ego because she had a like a good first season and now she thinks she's the shit. I don't know if she's getting more DJ jobs. No, I think it's just all about the Trevor of it all. I, I honestly it? do. Yeah, I think that he's that whole relationship just has her so twisted up that she's not being present at work. She's not being a great friend to people who are being nice to her and just looking out for her, which originally that's what Emmy was going for. Yes. To, and we'll get into the conversation, the text messages. But Emmy was looking out for her at one point in time. And I think that Maddie's having a really hard time now identifying that people are here for me because they're going against Trevor. And she's failing to realize they're going against Trevor because Trevor sucks. Yeah. And Trevor's a loser and he's bad for you. She only sees that as, oh, you're coming after my relationship. You clearly are not a friend of mine. Like we see G Lily sit in the bed in the morning and she goes, well, you know, if you love him, you need to go see him. You spend she's time being... with him. I'm like, bro, this is not no. the kind of advice she needs. And I get what like G Lily's doing. She's being a good There's friend. There's two different fuck. types of friends. There's one friend that's just going to support you no matter what, because maybe Grace has already kind of realized, all right, I'm not going to be able to get her off of Trevor. She's locked in on this for whatever reason. I'm just going to be a good friend and be what she needs me to be and just support her because nobody else is supporting her. Then there's friends like Emmy who are going after people like Trevor because they're bad for you and they're bad for your relationship and bad for your mental health. I need to have an actual conversation with you. The problem lies with Maddie where she's failing to understand where somebody like Emmy is coming from. She only wants that blind support because they've been through so much. Like he cheated on you. It's yeah, you not have, like you haven't been through. You're stuff. not going through the rumors that you're putting out there about Brad getting a blowjob in the alley. You're going through people talking about Trevor out with other girls, making out with other girls, texting other girls. You caught him texting another girl. You're blind to all of that for whatever reason because he's got you so twisted up. It just sucks to watch. And it's like, well, at some point you have to figure it out. Emmy's just trying to push her career forward. Right. It's not like Leva is going to fire Maddie. And say, well, you know what, you've sucked. And maybe she would. Maybe Maddie deserves to get fired for some reason. If there's more here, and I, I don't know if it's producing or editing or whatever, it could, it could be, production. be just kind of playing it up. Because I, I, I know how good of a businesswoman Leva is. There's no way that she would keep Maddie around if Maddie's just doing that all the time. I would. She's got to be good sense. at her job at some level. She's not stepping on your toes. She's just trying to do this. And if you guys can have the same position, and it's not going to ruin your career, then why the hell do you care? I agree. I agree, and I'm going to save my Trevor shit for later when he shows up in Miami, but I've got some things to say about that relationship as well. But this is where G. Lily tells Emmy the root of all of this is the fact that she saw the group chat between you, Brad, pretty much everybody except for Maddie is in this group chat. Mm -hmm. You find out they went on a trip. That started the group chat. The group chat continued forward, and it's pretty much a, like a haven for them to be like, Trevor sucks. Is Maddie okay? What the fuck's going on? Now, I would imagine that along the way, when they're all talking in there and they're fired up about Trevor or Maddie not doing something at work and they're trying, I do think that the root of it is that they're concerned. Could I see it getting to the point where they start making little jokes here and there because it's quote unquote a safe space? Yeah. Could that be construed as talking shit? Yeah, probably. Like, I don't think it's that black and white where they're like, we're concerned. I'm pretty sure if you read through the text, you'd be like, oh, they're talking shit. I think that both can be true. Yeah. But I think that the message is lost for Maddie because all she's already playing defense all the time. She's not going to hear that they were concerned. She's just going to see, no, you're talking shit. You're talking shit. You always talk shit. Nobody's my friend anymore. For the past year, she says this all the time. For the past year, you guys haven't been my friends. What happened a year ago? Trevor came back. That's what happened. Since then, we've had two incidents. Two. And this is after you already had an incident with him. Yep. Like, there's a pattern here. And that's when I get frustrated. And again, I'm not going off yet. But the whole thing that, like, really got under her skin was the fact that they were talking about her weight. And they were talking about her weight because Emmy was concerned about her health. She was going through a lot with Trevor. I guess they had weird a little downtime in there where things weren't going great and who'd have thunk. And Emmy noticed that she seemed more stressed. She seemed to be losing weight. That's what a good friend does. That's a very, very hard conversation to have. 
And she went to her in person. Yes. Which is massive and says, hey, I'm concerned. You look like you're losing weight. You have a lot going on. What's up? We good? Then she takes that to the friends in the group that have also noticed that you've drifted further away from them because you're in a toxic relationship and you're constantly playing defense for your boyfriend, which pushes you further from them and closer to him, which is a bad thing. They're showing concern. They're voicing concern. They're frustrated, so that concern definitely comes out a little shit-talky. But the root of it all is that they're very worried about this relationship, your current lifestyle choices, like everything that you're doing is not good for you. And what good friends do is try to figure out a way through that. You should not have seen that group text. Joe should never have showed you that shit. That was a huge Yeah, and we never really understood or we never got anybody to say why and under what context Joe showed her the message. Like, how did it how did it come about? Did we miss that? Was that on a previous episode? I I don't even think Maddie even cared to talk about it. I don't think it was on a previous episode at all. I think it was just, hey, Joe showed me what was going on here. Everybody was so mad at Joe for betraying the group chat, but nobody ever said, under what context did you show her? Like, did you give her your phone and show it? Did you send her a screenshot? Like, what a, what propelled you to do this? I thought there was a little clip of him. I think it was more so. So here's what I think with Joe. Here's my Joe theory with Maddie. I think that no matter what, no matter how far away he gets from that moment last year where he kind of like professed his love to her, I think he still has feelings. And I think he always will have feelings, especially because they never got a chance to explore that any mm -hmm. further. And it did seem like on the boat she would have been open to it had he been a little more forthcoming. And this is last year and last season when they right. talked about it. So I think that he plays this line, this and he toes this line of both sides of the street. And we talk about this later when they're talking about this and this comes up like at the end of the episode as well but i think that what he does one he's a people pleaser like he wants to make sure everyone's cool everyone's happy two i think that his feelings for maddie will always supersede the rest of the group and i think that in a moment where he can be like i do think his intentions were good yeah i think that he was showing her because he was concerned agreed not because he wanted to throw emmy under the bus or anybody else because if you think about it and we saw the screenshots Joe was talking shit on Trevor the entire time, yeah. which, again, rightfully so. Yeah, he Trevor also called sucks. Maddie a narcissist and lacked empathy. Yeah, and he was probably pissed off at Maddie because of Trevor still. So, like, it all, all, all roads go back to Trevor mm -hmm. at the end of the day. I think he was, I like to think that he was showing her out of some concern, and then it got away from him. Because then I'm it thinking. immediately turns into, which we've seen over and over and over again, anytime that anybody tries to have a conversation with Maddie about Trevor or anything else that's going on, she takes it the wrong way. And she goes running through it. Now... Should they have been talking in a group chat about Maddie in the first place? Probably not. Should Emmy have texted all of them and said, hey, I'm concerned about Maddie. I even went to her and talked to her about her weight. Probably not. Probably Maybe you in person. That's an, another in-person yeah. conversation. That's another one-on-one. -on -one. Like You're in a group with Brad, who's not in a good place with Maddie right now, Joe, Will, and I think there's somebody else. Is Lucia Emmy, in that? Emmy? Lucia might be, but that's the thing. Nia, like anybody else could be in that. Like There's too many people there's there. There's too many people, and they're to send all something strained, like that. right? Yeah. All of their relationships are strained with Matt. Exactly. So they're not going to take it the right way. They're going to take it like, oh, yeah, it's because of fucking Trevor. And then they're going to go on a shit-talking rant yep. about all of that. And that's what she saw. So, of course, she's going to take it like they're talking shit because they were talking shit. Agreed. I think the original message that Emmy sent was, again, out of concern. And she even said when she talked to her in person that Maddie was receptive to it and was thankful for it. But we don't see any of that from Maddie. Maddie's no. just pissed off. She's just mad. So what the fuck? I think it was just, you know what it was? It turned into a vent session. That's what happened in that time. Yeah, and I get it. Like, if we were in a group of friends like that and somebody was dating somebody like that asshole, we would probably do the same thing. 1, I'm not going to say that we're any better than no. anybody else, but we would do the same no, thing. No, but that's the thing. Like, that's where Joe, don't fucking show her the text, dude, because, and this is this is where he gets caught up. Because on one end, he's like, oh, this is like, my friend Maddie and I want to make her happy. I want to show her that we're concerned. But I also think, and I would imagine, the way that Maddie took it in that moment, I'm not so sure that Joe was like, no, they're just concerned. They're just concerned. I think that he was probably more so like, yeah, but like I got your back. Because I don't think that he wants to rock the boat anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. But anyway, we move on from there, and we get Grace and Maddie, and they're talking, and she just fills her in about the conversation that she had with Emmy. And for all intents and purposes, from what I'm seeing out of Emmy, is she just wants her utmost concern is keeping the peace at the bar. She wants to be amicable with Maddie so they can move forward. And also, she obviously misses her friend. You know, they talked every day last year. 
Things have been tense. She wants to find a way through this. Grace, and I can't, I can't figure her out for the life of me. And when you said earlier that you think that she was just like being a good friend, like, oh, Maddie like made her decision. I'm going to stand by her. I don't think that's what it is. No. I genuinely think that because of her, you know, spiritualness and like love and this and that, I think that she's like, I can recognize real love when I see it. And this Twin real flames. Love, twi- exactly. Fucking exactly. Seventh house of the moon. Exactly. I think that she sees that in Trevor and Maddie and she like the spiritual side's getting in the way where she's like, no, it's just love, man. You just got, it's love. Wavy baby. That's love. <laughs> that's a good point. I didn't even think about any of that. Yeah, that's, that's I, I need idea. to start. Yeah. I need to start attributing those types of things to Grace. It's Lily. important. Yeah. It's important. But this is why I can't figure her out because, and I think it's good. Like She actually plays a neutral party somewhat mm. because she's like, you should talk to her. I'm on your team, and there's no moment where you can question her loyalty. She's 1,000% loyal to Maddie, but she's also willing to be like, you guys need to talk. Like, figure this out. Like, it's good advice. It's not good advice. You don't think it's good advice? No. You don't think that Maddie should talk to her? Oh, oh, to Emmy. I thought you meant yeah. talk to Trevor, because no. we were still talking about, no. like, her killing No, 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 no. No, Trevor. no dude. Like, come no, on. Dude. No, talk to Emmy. No, yeah, she should talk to Emmy, but I feel like at this point, Maddie is just so far gone all of that. Like she just doesn't care. Like she's she cutting. Doesn't. She hears she's Trevor cutting people yeah. out of her life. Out of her life right now. Joe is trying very hard to stay in her good graces, and Grace Lily is doing what Grace Lily does. So she's completely safe on that side. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is completely at odds. And if you say one more wrong thing, she's going to snap out. Yep. And I just again, I don't understand it because it all just goes back to Trevor. It always does. But but Maddie does take G Lily's advice, and she goes to talk to Emmy. And my biggest biggest concern not even concern what really grinds my gear i haven't had a gear grind in a while is there one word that i could say that that it is two but yeah i bet you got one of them let me hear it wow yep and there's another one that comes into play later and i'm like why the fuck are we saying this why is this coming back what was the other one l o fucking l oh three times in the span of 10 minutes l o fucking let's keep those in text messages huh what one, do you say? One million percent. LMAO, am I right? D- no, you're not. LOL is reserved for text messages laughing out loud. And AIM. AIM. Or if AIM. Yeah, throwback. What was your screen name? Uh, ooh, what was my last one? I think it was just my last name and a number. I don't think I didn't Morrison have a cool 11? One. Yeah. That's boring. Yeah, I know. Steel hitter 44. Nice, dude. <laughs> Baseball. Baseball. Nice. <laughs> What were we talking about? But I, I'll never understand that one. I, I hate that one. Wah? Really bugged. If someone said wah in my Especially face. Especially because Emmy wasn't being an asshole. She wasn't at she all. She was just trying to understand where Maddie was coming from and where they stand. And it wasn't like what we were talking about earlier with O'Sheen, where like we expect him to walk into an apology and explain his side of it and do right. all of this. That wasn't what was going on here with Emmy and Maddie. Emmy was trying to explain how she felt about Maddie mm. and how she felt like she's missing her friend and what she was trying to do by having that conversation. She was concerned about her health. It had nothing to do with Trevor. I mean, it has something to do with Trevor, but it, she wasn't trying to tell Maddie what to do or how to oh. think in any sort of moment. She's just trying to relate with her. And because Maddie doesn't agree with what Emmy's talking about in the first place, it falls on deaf ears. My biggest problem is in that moment, and Emmy said it, and we didn't get anything out of Maddie from that conversation. Emmy said in that moment on New Year's Eve, we had a conversation, you were very receptive to it, and you thanked me and gave me a big hug. What does Maddie do? She goes to Grace Lily and says she was talking shit about my weight. That's not at all what was going on there. Is that before or after she saw the text, though? It's still before the text it messages. It was? Okay. Yeah, still before the text messages. So it's not anything like along those lines where she had like animosity towards Emmy at this point. She's just... Emmy's just trying to relate with an ex-friend at this point. You guys are drifting apart. You think I'm coming for your job. You think I'm going after your relationship, which I am. And you don't really understand what I'm doing. And you give me a wah in the middle of all that? Like, that's so fucked up. Yeah, it was brutal. I, I thought it was so disrespectful, especially, like you said, Emmy's coming from a calm place and a place of concern. And I think my biggest issue is... Maddie's so, and this is what happens when you get stuck in one of these relationships, and we've all been through them, or most of us have been through them, where you're in a shitty relationship with somebody, and people don't like them, or they don't treat people a certain way, and you're constantly playing defense. You're always playing defense for your person, because that's what you're supposed to do, to the point where you start to side with them on every, you can't hear any outside noise about them, because you immediately will attribute it to talking shit, you're lying, you're just trying to ruin my relationship because you don't like them. 
you don't look at the facts. You get so blinded by everything else, you refuse to look at evidence. And now she has, it's not even proof. It's not even something you should be able to hold on to. But by having that text message, even if it wasn't talking shit at all, she would still say it was because they're quote unquote talking behind her back. And that gives her ammo to be able to say to everybody, nope, look at this group chat. You guys always, you always have it out for us. You always just want Trevor to go away because you just don't like him. That's all it is. I 100% believe that he didn't kiss that one girl, even though she's grabbing at his wiener in that one video that we saw. And I think I saw a clip from next week where there's like a phone call from oh, that girl. God, dude. Oh. She's like, I'm sorry I set you up, Trevor. And he recorded the phone call, which is illegal, by the way. Yeah, but he whatever. paid her too. Right? A thousand percent, dude. That's it's the, the same conversation that he had with his friend, where his friend was like, no, dude, she was coming on to she me. Made it's out like, with yeah, me, sure, bro. Dude. Yeah, I don't believe it for a second, but Maddie's so quick to believe all of it because she doesn't want it to be true. One, she firmly believes it because it's her relationship. She has the voice in the back of her head. She's not dumb. Yep. Maddie's not dumb. So she has that voice in the back of her head. She's burying it because she doesn't want to be embarrassed, and that's the root of it. So she's going to lean on Trevor because now she's gambled again. And she'll look really dumb and feel really dumb if this does turn out to be true. Instead, she's going to lean on Trevor and this toxic relationship. He's getting exactly what he wants. I'm not even going to wait till the end of the episode. Because that last scene when they're standing at the car, the Audi that he rented. Drop sick, top. bro. Sick. <laughs> Main line. But that fucking car that he rented and she goes out to him. He shows up in Miami. That paints the relationship fucking perfectly yep. he's getting exactly what he wants because she walks out there crying it was it could not have been worse timing he was fucking laughing when she was crying totally and it couldn't have been worse timing to push her further to him because she's now at odds with everybody she just got in a screaming match with the whole fucking party she leaves trevor's there waiting for her gives her a big hug and says the one line i've been waiting for and that's i've been telling you about these people i knew it i told you and that's what fucking narcissistic douchebags say they pull you away from your crew, they create a divide, they fuck up, and then they love bomb the shit out of you to keep you on their team, and they try to gaslight the rest of your group and make them look like bad people, when in fact what they're actually doing is looking out for your best interest, but you're so far up his ass that you can't see what they're doing. You want real friends? You say you can't trust anybody? You can't trust your boyfriend. The rest of the group is fed up because you won't listen to any kind of reason or look at any evidence and just hear them. Just listen to the conversation. Maybe you'll agree with something, but you can't see through it. And now Trevor's got you right where he fucking wants you. You're in his back pocket, and that's how guys like that work. Yeah, and it's like the perfect storm, too, because first off, let's just ignore the fact that Maddie got into a screaming match and walked away and happened to see Trevor there. Him coming in there in the first place is a problem. Thank you, right? They are not in a good place. No. She is completely on one side or another like just trying to like go back and forth on do i trust him do i think this happens or do i fucking hate him because he cheated on me once again he shows up in miami yep that is wild behavior it's insane you should be sitting home and waiting it out you're you should be happy that she's even answering text messages saying hey man like you were in philadelphia and now you're coming back home like sounds good like you're back in charleston i'll see you when i get back that should be enough for you. This isn't some like grand romantic gesture that you're showing up and like you're the love of my life and I, I've got this Audi drop top for you. No, dude, you cheated on her. You yeah. don't show up somewhere unannounced, call her friend, the only friend that is supporting this relationship to say, hey, I'm here. I'm going to surprise her and then swoop up and like pull her away from all of this fucking animosity that's going on at the table. It's so wild. It's such crazy behavior. I don't understand why nobody sees that. I, I don't either, and at the same time, when they're sitting in the car about to pull away, and he's got his hand on, like, the back of her neck, like, oh, I'm so glad you're excited to see me. I'm like, this motherfucker's forgiven. He is completely absolved in I this you moment. you talk more about why she's upset. Yeah, what's wrong? What why, happened? yeah, you're just, yeah. Instead of what he does, because it gives him a leg up, he's like, see, I told you, the problem's not me. The problem is this group of people you've been mm -hmm. around. They plant these ideas in your head, these crazy ideas that I'm out there cheating. No, that video, come on. Hey man, I was the just less drunk. the less people that uh, that she's around, the less friends that she has, the less likely it is that he's going to get caught cheating. I know. Dude, who's going to just... tell her that they saw Trevor out? But it's hard to watch, man. Get like girls on his bike taxi and taking them to a different place. I mean, look, we saw the evidence, and even if they didn't kiss, which I firmly believe they did, he made contact at your bar, at Republic. That did happen. That can't be argued. And it's going to happen again. It will happen again. Mm -hmm. This is a pattern, and now you're showing him that he can get away with it. 
So why the fuck would he slow down? What do you think is going to happen when he does it again, inevitably, and you're in a bad place with everybody else? They're not going to accept you back with open arms. And you've got one person to rely on. you got mm-hmm. one person, and that person is the person that's continuously fucking you over. That is a problem. You need to be able to see through the bullshit. You can be mad at your friends. That's okay. The conversation doesn't have to go super smoothly. You can be pissed off, but you have to hear them. And if you think, if you genuinely think that this group of people doesn't have your best interest at heart, it's so short, like short-sighted. I can't. It's really hard for me to watch Maddie this season, which is a bummer because I loved her last year, and I, this is not her. And I know, like, we obviously don't know her personally, and we've only seen one season of this. But this, to me, I've seen people in relationships like this. I'm like, this is just textbook. Everything you're doing, saying, how you're acting, treating other people, getting defensive, acting like you're the shit, and everyone's out to get you. That's because you don't have any real friends right now. You have some dickhead from the fucking main line, of course, that's in your ear all the time. Am I? But seriously, like, of course he's from the fucking main I line. Know, he's probably from Haverford. Like, uh, I guarantee it. <laughs> all my Philly people will appreciate that, unless yep. you're living in Haverford, which Haverford's great. We love Haverford. If I could afford it, I'd be over there in a heartbeat. <laughs> I can't afford it. No. <laughs> Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app. Anyway, back to the episode. That was a little tangent, but that, I mean, that's what I was saving for the end anyway. But but we get back from the boat and everyone's decompressing and getting ready for dinner and all that. And this is where the group starts to find out about Joe relaying the text message to, to uh, Matt. But this is where everyone starts to find out that Joe has shown Maddie the text message. And Mia points out what I kind of figured from the jump. She's like, that's interesting because all you have to do is scroll up. Joe's talking shit too, which this is where... I think he acts before he thinks things through. Well, yeah. Because how could you not think that this would come back? Well, that's why I think that when he did it originally, it wasn't to show her that Emmy was talking shit or anybody else. It was a place of concern. I do think it was well intended. Because if you thought, and this would be the most hypocritical thing ever, if you thought that showing her and being like, hey, Emmy's talking shit, when you were just talking shit a few sentences above that... Mm -hmm. That would be very hypocritical and wrong. Agreed. That's why I think that he was doing it out of concern. I would hope. I, I hope so. I hope so. I really hope so. I, I, I do think that it was good intentions. I think it went awry. Joe Bradley, good intentions, <laughs> shitty execution. <laughs> Love you, Joe. But um, moving on from there, we get to the night out and Maddie's big DJ party. And the first thing that we really see is Brad is flirting with somebody else. He finally closed the deal with Lucia. They seem like they're vibing. They get along really well. This seems like a great relationship that's that's in the future. And he's flirting with some other chick. I loved this whole interaction. It was incredible. Top to bottom. From Brad to Lucia, everyone did so well. Because Lucia... Including the third party girl. She did great too. Because... Mia goes over to Lucia and she starts like, are you okay? And she's like, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm not upset. Like, I'm good. She said I'm fine one too many times, but she seemed chill. She was fine. She was fine. And then Brad comes over and she says like, oh, I see you over there like with with that girl. Like, what's up? But in her confessional and to Brad's face as well, we don't have a label. I got my eye on you, which is a funny line. Yep. And I was like, okay, that she handled that so well because no, you're not dating. Is it fucked up to do that in front of you? It is, unless... Curveball, confessional from Brad. He's like, the producers ask him, like, were you, were you trying to make her jealous? And he's like, yep, I wanted to see if she cared. And she did. And I love that. So I think that all around, top to bottom, everybody, bravo. Seriously. Yeah, great job. Yeah, Lucia handled yourself so well. Brad, that poor girl that thought that she was going to hook up with Brad. Yeah, right? Yeah. But nah, she, you were just bait. Get out of here. She played her part, too, and she did a great <laughs> job as well. It's just, it was a... <laughs> it was a 
Well, you did a great job. See you later. It was refreshing because how many times on Bravo shows in a similar situation does it play out like that? Uh, never. Without shit exploding, somebody calling somebody a name, somebody hitting somebody, storming out. Honestly, it could have backfired on Brad, too, very easily. It See, it could have been very fucking pissed off and stormed out, and then he would have to chase her down and be like, I was just doing it for this, and then she doesn't believe him, and right. it's a whole fucking it's thing. A risky gamble. Everything could have gone wrong. It's a very risky gamble. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. It was a bad idea. It was a really bad idea. But at the same time, after seeing that reaction, lock her down. Great reaction. Yeah, lock Ever. her down, dude. Like, that's, yeah, that was well played. Bad idea. <laughs> don't do it again. Don't do that again. It worked. Won't work again. Yeah. And don't, Once don't in a lifetime. use this line again if you fuck up in the future. You're like, I was just making her jealous. <laughs> <laughs> that won't play. But for now, well done, everybody. And uh, <laughs> maybe that's what uh, what Maddie saw in the back alley. <laughs> oh, you think? He's just trying to make somebody I was jealous. making her jealous by getting a blowjob. I don't even want to say that. I don't think that happened. I really don't we think that We never thought it happened. happened. No, we were never on that team. It didn't oh make a lot God. of we sense. We went down a long tangent about getting blowjobs next to dumpsters last year. Oh, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. But not us getting them, just the general topic of Yeah, not us, yeah. But everybody seems to have a good time that night. You know, again, there's the, the ticking time bomb that is this group chat that still hasn't really come up yet other than inside conversations. No one has addressed Joe yet, and that's kind of the elephant in the room when we lead into the next day. Maddie and G-Lily are waking up, and they're talking to each other, and this just shows you where she is, Maddie, the headspace she's in. She's like, I can't trust anybody. Like, no one's got my back. No one's been my friend for a year. Again, interesting. One year. Trevor came back last year. Whatever. Don't put the dots together. We'll do it for you. But as she's sitting there complaining, like, she's voicing the problem. She just is so caught up, and I'm not going to falter. I really I, I want to tread lightly when I'm, like, saying this shit because... When you get stuck in these situations, it is hard to see the other side. It really is. And then as soon as you get out of it, like the second you get out of it, you got some time to think, you're like, fuck me. I'm an idiot. Like, how could I not see all this shit? How could I not listen to my friends? How could I not see anything? But it is what it is. And like, I don't want to falter for being caught up. But at a certain point, something has to give one way or the other, good or bad. So I'm curious to see where it all goes. But yeah, we wish her a speedy recovery. Yeah, seriously. But. Trevoritis. Trevoritis. <laughs> uh, Trev. Nope, I can't do it. But cutting over to O'Sheen, may or may not have hooked up with a married woman. We're not sure. We're not sure. <laughs> More so to that point. Who, if you are married, lady, what, what? are you doing? Why did you sign a fucking release What form? are you doing? Like, what the Why fuck? Why did we just see your face? That should have been blurred out. The whole thing. Like, she's, and then when he asks her about the ring, she like walks. I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> Not great. Because your husband doesn't watch Bravo. I hope. Cross your fingers, but I'm sure your girlfriends do. Like, what's up? Why would you do this? Are you trying? Maybe, Maybe. she's not married. Maybe she's not married. Wait Let, a minute. Let's just... She's pulling her bread. She's trying to make him jealous. She's trying to make him jealous. <laughs> yeah, okay. There you go. I was just Full seeing... Circle. I was seeing if you cared, honey. You do. What do you mean you're moving? <laughs> <laughs> anyway... They're parasailing, and the group on the boat is talking shit about Joe. Joe is getting drowned behind the boat because that's how they're getting back at him. They're just dunking him underwater. <laughs> but again, and look, we're going to talk about it a lot, but it's because it is the, the focal point of the season. Maddie and Grace are discussing things again. We don't have to go through it all, but the one thing that was important to me to highlight was the fact that Maddie says she realizes that she lost her friendships for a relationship, and that's some kind of presence of mind I didn't think she had at the time being. But to actually identify the fact that, yeah, you did. You were always a person that said you didn't want to be this person where you pick your relationship over your friends. But that's what's happened. And exactly what's happened. And she's she's props to her for realizing that. That's what I mean. She's still realizing it in the wrong ways. She is. But the fact that she can recognize it at all. A step. It's a step. And it tells me that she is thinking. Like she is working through this whole thing in her own way, which is. I guess all you can ask for, I wish she would be a little more open to listening instead of using this group chat as just the end-all, be-all of, nope, fuck everybody. And I get being mad about it, that you have every right to be, but the fact that she is running through it, at least a little bit, where she's thinking about the relationship and the relationship with her friends, tells me she's not completely gone yet. Maybe. I don't know. Part of me thinks that she actually kind of likes it. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got a, like a weird theory on it that she's... 
weirdly attracted to Trevor because he does all this weird shit, and she always has to like keep an eye on him and worry about him, and that's oh, like what she likes. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I know people like that, and they're not the best of people. No, I know people like that too, and they're actually the worst kinds of people. Yeah. But we get to the last night in Miami, and of course we have to play a game. Why wouldn't we play a game? We haven't seen. I don't know if we've seen a game go awry in this show yet. Have we? At G Lily's birthday, the Alice in Wonderland, did they play a game when shit popped off? They did, off? but like it didn't really pop off because things were already going wrong in the first That's place. That's fair. Yeah, so, okay, so this is the first time we've just been like, let's play a game on this show. And, of course, it doesn't go well. We play high and low for the week, but I think this is just a setup so that Emmy could tee everybody up, be like, all right, we're going to go after Joe, and we're going to go after Maddie, so like everyone air your grievances with everybody. Yeah, not a big fan of this. No, it was a bad idea. Brad brings up the fact that we now know Nobody else saw the blowjob. Not one person. And this is where Maddie has no defense because she starts trying to convince G. Lily that she saw it. She's trying, no, no, remember, remember, remember. And thank God, Will from across the table is like, you're literally trying to tell her what she saw. Yep. Mia goes into confessional like, look, the jig's up. We all know this didn't happen. And you're holding on to this so much. And I think you're right. I think this is Trevor backlash where she's like, you talk shit about my man. I'm going to ruin your relationship. And now she's so far in what I thought was crazy. And I don't know if this is production. She's like, I don't care about this anymore. And he's like, whoa, whoa, why? And then it just moves on. Yep. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, I care. Yeah. I care. Why can we resolve closure on this? Yeah. We can't leave it like this. That's not closure. It took like half of last season. I know. Really? And this is the end of it? Like, I hope it comes back up one more time. Like, I think have... it's okay as long I mean, if Brad's fine with it and Brad got closure on it, then I who don't cares? Think he... There's no way. He was laughing. So I think I think he finally knows now that everybody else knows, and that's okay. And he, he knows that Maddie's making now. it up. He feels good. He feels like he kind of got a weight off of his shoulders for this Vindicated. whole fucking dumb rumor. But look, it, it all comes down to whether or not he's okay with it. If he's fine with it, and then we can move forward, then we move forward. I don't like harping on things. I know you don't, but I need the closure. I need You're being closure. selfish. Okay, that's fair. I'll, I'll be a little more less. A little more grounded, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> but then Will brings up the group chat, and everybody's pissed about this. The craziest part is even after outing Joe for talking shit, Maddie still is like, you guys are the problem. Joe's a good friend for showing me. It's like, but Joe called you a narcissist in the same text. You just saw it again. Points to her headspace at the moment. She Will's got receipts and receipts and also receipts. How funny was that? I was like, fucking great. He didn't see he had no idea. He had, no, that's just themes, motifs. Themes for the year. Yeah, baby. Receipts. But this tells me what headspace Maddie's in because she cannot afford to lose another friend. She needs Joe. She needs that one friendship that she's, she's got G Lily, she's got Joe. And if she goes off on Joe, she loses that entirely. Yep. And watching Joe's reaction to this is where I genuinely was like, all right, I really don't think he was trying to fuck people up. I think that he was trying to be nice, show her something out of concern. It snowballed. He got caught in a corner, played both teams where he was one talking shit in the group chat at the same time, agreeing with Maddie that they're talking shit about you so that he doesn't look bad to either party. And I think that what happens once again, Joe Bradley is a people pleaser. He's trying to play both sides of the street. As Lucia points out, or sorry, Geely points out, it's a bad look. It's a really bad look because it seems disingenuous and people are going to question whether they can trust you. And it is. You don't have to make everybody happy. Yeah. You're not doing anybody any favors either because now everybody's just pissed at you or at Maddie. Yeah. So it, it, you don't. You did something wins. to try to be nice to one of your friends and it ends up backfiring entirely. And now everybody's mad at the two of you. Yeah. So don't do Which that. Which is actually really funny because they were talking shit in group chat and they're the ones that are mad at Maddie. I know. How about that? <laughs> I think that would it's be like a, you could be mad at Maddie for the whole Trevor situation. You could be mad at her for not listening to you, distancing herself from her friends. But you guys got caught talking shit in the group chat. You don't get to now group up and start yelling at the girl that you were also talking shit on. That's that's a little ass backwards. It is. And I think that they would have done themselves a lot of favors to be like, look, we were really frustrated because we're concerned. And so she brought us in and we were frustrated because you're not really listening to anybody else. So we got a little heated and yeah, we talked a little shit, but it was out of concern. It wasn't birthed out of us just starting a group chat so that we could try to roast you. Like that's not. The yeah. And I think that like on the heels of the whole Brad rumor being Brad being vindicated from all of that. And it was Maddie's doing to start off with. They probably feel like, yeah, we don't have to take any responsibility here. Yeah. We're very frustrated with you. And you just lied about what Brad was doing last year and derailed an entire season because of that. And maybe even Brad's relationship at the time. 
this all comes back to you. So yeah, now we're pissed off at you. We're not going to say, you know what? We shouldn't have been talking shit. It got out of control. We're pissed at you. Yeah. And then look, Maddie's not going to hear it anyway. So maybe that's the other thing. What's the point in us apologizing and trying to explain our side of it when we know, and Maddie's been doing this for a year, for a year now, she's not going to listen to anything that we have to say. She only sees black and white. She never sees the gray area where we're trying to help. And yes, we're frustrated. That is exactly where it is. And that's where it should have stayed. Joe, don't show her another text message, but still, that is where it is. Maddie's not going to hear any of that, so there's no real point in doing any of that because she's just going to storm off the table anyway. Yeah, and that's exactly what she does, and lo and behold, Trevor's sitting there waiting for her, and we've already discussed this one because I couldn't hold it in, but I think that this scene should paint to everybody the picture of what this relationship is, and let's play devil's advocate here and say that he didn't kiss the girl. Okay, let's he just. He already cheated once. So he already cheated once, one and two. Look at your life since he has re-entered the picture. Look at your friendships. Look at your job. What you're doing at Republic. Let's not forget. Last year, you were the queen of Republic. You were proud of Republic. You were talking about moving your way up in that industry. Yeah, you wanted to be a DJ too, but you also took a lot of pride in what you did at Republic. You went to another bar to talk to G Lily and make sure she was doing her shit right. Fast forward a year later, you're doing what she did because you're caught up with a dude. Anytime that your life gets derailed due to a relationship, you need to take a step back or try to take a step back and understand why. We talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Common denominator. Who's the common denominator? Trevor. Since he's entered the picture, you are lacking at work, lacking on your friendships, blaming everybody else, acting like the world's out to get you, and your ego is so big because you're playing defense all the time. You're talking like your DJ James Kennedy. You're not. And that's so funny. I can make that reference now, but my man's playing like solid festivals and he's like halfway up that the chart. He's getting up that chart. He's getting up that chart. He's moving his way up. But that's my point. You need to be humble throughout this whole thing. Your friends are trying to humble you. They're trying to get you back on track and you're so ass backwards because of this guy. Whether he cheated or not the second time, He's not good for you because this is the result. And when push comes to shove and you're upset and crying, he uses that moment to say, see, I told you, your friends suck. That tells you everything you need to know about him. Instead yep. of saying, what's wrong? You said, told you so. That's who Trevor is. That's a good rant, Steele. Thank you. Way I to didn't go. yell. You didn't yell. I kept you it concise. Kept good volume. <laughs> Thank you. Proud of you. I've been working on it. That's good. I also took a CBD uh, gummy bear earlier. I think that helps. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> just putting that on the airwaves. But all in all, I'm glad that we're back on Soho. I love this show. I really do. And I, I think it's so entertaining and it's light. And uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm enjoying it. I'm glad we're back. Glad we're back in Charleston again. But let's get into some questions. Up first from Marissa and Palma. Who would you rather work for, Maddie or Emmy? Right now, definitely Emmy. Right now, Emmy. Because well. she's locked in. She's taking advantage of uh, Wait, hold on. No, actually. Oh, Maddie, because you can do whatever you want. I could do whatever the fuck yeah, I want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slack off. From Cam Wine, do you think Maddie regrets being manipulated by Trevor now in present day? Are they not together anymore? I, it's hard to tell. I don't think, I don't know. On her social media, I don't see him anywhere, but I never have. So, If we're under the assumption that, yeah, they broke up, yeah. Probably, I guarantee yeah. she has regrets, as we all do after a shitty relationship, but you don't see it at the time. Again, no fault there. I'm not faulting her for all of this shit. It, it just, it's one of those things, and it sucks. From Cly11, who do you consider the HBIC at Republic? Leva. Leva. Yeah. I mean, aside from Leva, though? Aside from Leva, right now, Emmy. It's, it's probably still Maddie at this point. To an extent, I, again, I still think producing and editing is is making it look a lot worse than it is. Okay, but I I agree with you there. I do think they're making Maddie look more disconnected than she probably actually is. Yeah, because I do think that if she was really not showing up when she's supposed to and stuff, we would see a Leva scene where she's like, "What the fuck's going you on?" You know who's very consistent and just you know kind of keeps his head down and works and TJ? does a good job. TJ. TJ's the TJ's HBIC. The HBIC. Yeah, yeah, TJ's definitely HBIC because he doesn't. He will not get knocked off of track, knocked off track, knocked off track while he is working at the bar. Yes. My man is locked in every day. So, yeah, that's your answer. TJ's the HBIC. Last one from PRD773. Do the bros think that Maddie and Taylor will break up before the end of the season? I do. Hope so. Yeah, we, we got our fingers crossed. 
But even if we uh, see it though, I'm not I'm not gonna believe it. I don't know though, actually. Cause they got a reunion this year, and I would love to see Trevor come out in the reunion, actually. Oh god, dude, why? Because I want to see we haven't gotten to see like the other dudes in the group or anybody in the group, not just the dudes, have a chance to confront him face to face about this shit. Uh, that's a good point. And All I right, would love fair. to see that. Even if they're not together, I would love to see that. I want to yeah. see his response to people questioning his behavior, because we really haven't. We've seen Maddie, but it's usually like a, a screaming match between the two of them. So you don't really I don't get think answers. he would be like I'm just going back to when the rumor first started, well this year, not last time that he cheated. He wouldn't let the cameras inside the house. Correct. So I don't think that if they broke up, there's no chance in hell that he's in the reunion. Unless he wants to be on TV, which I think he does. I don't know if he does. I think he does. This I I don't buy this shit for a second, bro. Yeah, okay, maybe. I think he's got selfish written all over him. And I don't even think he wants to be with her. I think he got caught cheating, and I think that he wants to get back in her good graces because he can't stand the fact that, one, he got caught, and two, she doesn't like him anymore. That's a good point. I think that's the root of all of it. All right, fair enough. But that's all I got. You got anything else? Nope. Well, remember to buy them ticks, bruh. Get them at our Instagram. The link is in the bio. March 6th, City Winery, Philadelphia, Home Field Advantage, baby. Home Field. Go get them ticks. And other than that, see you later. Rob Bros are out of here. Hey, hey, it's Donna from Daily Dose of Donna. Every weekday afternoon on the Daily Dose of Donna podcast, I cover all of the reality TV and celeb gossip and breaking news. I'm a former TV casting director. My husband works in reality TV, and I live for the housewives, the sister wives, the southern charmers, and the summer housers. And let's be honest, all of the drama. I'll give you a day's worth of celebrity and reality news weekday afternoons in just under an hour. New episodes of Daily Dose of Donna post weekday afternoons and are now available in video on Spotify. Subscribe to Daily Dose of Donna. That's D-A-N-A on your podcast app.